There is no roadmap for what is happening in the world today, but the more informed you are, the better your chances are for successfully navigating these uncertain times. This is why the registry continues to bring its real estate news coverage to keep you informed and better prepared to meet the challenges of the industry. We can only do this because of generous readers who support our work. Thank you to your commitment to journalism, especially now. And if you're not a subscriber yet, you can join us at the registrysf.com in San Francisco and at the registryps.com in Seattle. Christopher Yip is a partner at RET Ventures, a venture capital firm focused on the property technology or prop tech space. He's based in San Francisco and works with his colleagues who are all based out of Park City, Utah, evaluating opportunities that will transform the real estate space in the future. Prior to RET, Chris spent 12 years at the global private equity firm TPG, where he led growth investments in tech-enabled companies and partnered closely with CEOs and entrepreneurs. He began his career as a consultant with McKinsey, a company. You can find Chris flying between Park City and San Francisco, trailing the RET team on the snow, or driving anything with four wheels. Welcome, Chris. Chris, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing very well. Excellent. Where do we find you today in these early days of September? I am... uh... Working from home uh, in my place in San Francisco, which I'm happy to report is less orange than it was yesterday. Yeah, I, I think shelter, sheltering in place these days is taking a, a, a whole new dimension, it looks like, right? This is not just from a global pandemic, but now the fires that are raging throughout the Western United States also. Um, so, Chris, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Would you um, kind of mind through, you know, by way of introduction, giving us, you know, a, you know, a sense of uh, your firm, uh, you know, how long you've been there, kind of what you guys focus on and, you know, sort of your, your sphere of influence at uh, RET? Sure, sure. Happy to. So I am uh, one of two partners that leads uh, RET Ventures. We are an early stage venture capital firm that's focused uh, on the intersection of real estate and technology innovation. I'm sure we'll talk more about uh, what that means, but we uh, have been around uh, just since 2017. So we're relatively young and and a startup ourselves. We've been building out our team and our our ecosystem. Uh, We've uh, you, you mentioned sphere of influence. Uh, one of the things we'll, we'll I'm sure, talk about is we've uh, built what, what we think is is uh, the first strategically backed uh, platform uh, investing in our area of focus, which uh, has been rent tech uh, technology for for the rental real estate ecosystem, and we've. Uh, uh, we've we've uh, recruited, uh, enlisted, partnered with uh, at this point thirty six corporate partners, all all owners and operators of of real estate. Okay. So, so a, a broad platform there that we're hoping to bring to bear with startups and and operators uh, in the space. And how did the firm come to be? You said you were only formed about three or so years ago. How did that come about? And sort of what was the genesis of the firm and the kind of motivation for you guys to start something new? Yeah, the. Um, you know, we in, in looking at, at startups and innovation, we talk a lot about pain points, right? And usually that's that's a business problem to solve. Here, there was an industry level challenge, which was how to accelerate the innovation and adoption of 
new solutions uh, in the real estate space. And for reasons we can talk more about, uh, but, but many listening to this uh, appreciate real estate is a fragmented industry. There's a lot of yeah. private capital and has historically been uh, relatively underinvested in technology. And so one of the founding uh, missions of the fund was to try to uh, solve that pain point by taking a different approach to venture capital and investing in the industry uh, and, and started with putting together a like-minded group of owner-operators that I alluded to earlier to really back the fund and commit to be partners, both financial and operational and strategic, uh, in helping solve some of these problems that was preventing the more widespread adoption of technology in real estate. Yeah, and I would I would argue that we saw probably something very similar over the last ten years or you know thirteen years that we've been around. It's only been maybe in the last four or five years that we think the industry has really began to kind of adopt some of the new technologies that 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 have been emerging. Did you come from the VC world prior to that, and did you sort of identify kind of opportunities in the commercial real estate space because of its just sort of sheer space and size and and you know, tell us kind of how you know that led you guys to to this specific segment. Sure, sure. Yeah, the the uh, origin story, as as it were. My my partner, yeah. my partner John John Helm uh, has a long history, uh, two plus decades uh, in uh, commercial real estate, and and specifically being both an an executive, so a CFO at a at a major brokerage, Marcus Millichap, also an entrepreneur in the space, uh, and therefore a vendor uh, into the industry, and then as an investor, uh, so so brings to RET uh, that that network and that history and that experience. My background, and I joined RET last year, has been more uh, on the investing side. I am not from a venture background, but come from later stage investing, growth equity, and private equity. Uh, but that is something that is part of uh, the DNA and approach of RET, where uh, we, we think very much more like growth investors uh, and trying to be very involved in our companies to bring the value of the strategic partners uh, we've, we've brought onto the platform to the startups. And so I think for me, while I spent time focused on real estate as part of my career, yeah. this, the, the approach really resonated uh, and was a good fit for, for my background, bringing that mindset of really harnessing an ecosystem to, to grow businesses. Yeah, makes sense. So where were some of your initial investments? So, you know, nascent industry or nascent investment industry, right? You guys are kind of going all in on this. Um, where do you make your first bets? Yeah, and I, and I, and I, I think it's worth uh, spending a moment talking about uh, that approach again that, that I mentioned. So we have at latest count 36 owner operator partners who are all meaningful investors in our fund. They together own and operate more than 2 million rental units, multifamily and single family, okay. which is a sizable fraction of the industry, as, as, as you know. And we have, we've relied heavily on that group in the last uh, two and a half years to really shape our, our investing themes, right? We, going back to a um, phrase I used earlier, we, we, we rely heavily on that group to identify the pain points that they're experiencing in their rental real estate operations to then turn around and find startups that are solving those needs. And really use this group as an incubator, a test bed for those startups to pilot new solutions, to uh, run, run demos and, and regional rollouts. 
uh, and then ultimately find uh, the, the startups that have uh, the most promising solutions to invest in and really accelerate uh, adoption and, and build into market leaders. So that's, that's been the general yeah. approach. Uh, and, and we can obviously talk some more now about uh, some of the, the areas uh, that that's let us down. And and also, it's worthwhile mentioning this is n- not just focused in one region of the country, right? I mean, y- these these owner operators that you work with are are across the country, right? That's right. We we have a focus just just uh, by nature that footprint in North America. We we do spend some time looking at businesses in Europe and Asia, but that's right. Most most all of this group has a concentration in North America. Yeah. So tell us about some of the companies that you have uh, found interest in and kind of how, how that's been. Yeah. So we, we given, given that approach that I just uh, described, we are uh, very focused on finding startups and innovation that can deliver value to uh, the real estate operator in the relatively near term, meaning having a solution and a product that in the next, let's say, two to four years after our investment can be um, a, a, a revenue product uh, and, and a viable solution for a large enterprise uh, owner operator uh, of, of that scale, which, which means uh, a certain level clearly of, of, of uh, management uh, cap- capability, of operational execution, uh, all the expectations that a, a B2B business uh, selling into, into a sophisticated customer base uh, needs to bring forth. Um, and I think that is somewhat different than uh, some some generalist uh, venture capital firms, right? That that are uh, taking a longer horizon uh, in terms of building product uh, and, and building teams, uh, and we pride ourselves on that. We pride ourselves on finding solutions uh, that can really impact uh, operations, uh, and, and if they're uh, operations focused, ultimately impact NOI uh, in in the relatively near term. So, sure. so some of the themes right. we we focused on, uh, for example. Uh, an initial one and a large investment for us is a company called SmartRent, which uh, we think is one of the leaders uh, in smart home technology selling into uh, the, the owner-operator of multifamily real estate. Uh, so they have a suite of um, uh, both hardware uh, products and a software uh, backend platform in the cloud uh, to address issues around access control uh, and controlling IoT devices uh, in, in the rental unit. So that's smart thermostats, uh, leak detection, uh, and, and every, uh, every, every month, uh, every year, they're, they're broadening the functionality uh, of that suite. But that really started with um, an identification with, with, this, with our strategic investor group that that was uh, really a use case that was not served well by the existing smart home solutions, which were more targeted to consumers and, and homeowners. Uh, and so we really, together with uh, Lucas uh, Haldeman, the CEO of SmartRent, um, yeah. uh, helped uh, flesh that out and, and roll that business out. Um, and and that's, that's sort of a hallmark of our, of our approach, is, is finding that need, finding the right company and team, and then putting the weight of our group behind it. So today, uh, the company has more than 100,000 units live uh, nationally, and uh, we're, we're proud to say that the the RET group uh, has been um, a, a meaningful fraction of of that uh, traction to date. That's that's very interesting. Yeah, when you when you sort of look at the kind of you know typical you know venture capital deal, I mean you know some of the 
things that they're chasing are usually kind of these big, you know, disruptive kind of technologies, right? Massive platforms that will be, you know, global or that kind of thing. And maybe for that reason, their, I don't know, investment horizon is very different. But you guys seem to be really focused on something that becomes an operational tool relatively quickly and can be implemented and sort of create revenue very fast also. Is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think that's very fair and a, and a very good observation. I think in, in Smart Rent's case, that was definitely true, where ultimately, you know, while there is, uh, we, we, we certainly, and, and the company certainly thinks uh, real differentiated, uh, unique technology there, uh, at the end of the day, right, it was not... Um, uh, smart home and 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 access control and and is 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 something that others in the market are doing. But what we uh, felt was special about the company was an ability to tailor that to the use the unique use case of of uh, rental real estate and build a platform uh, that could deliver value starting day one. Uh, and so our many of our owner operator partners were very focused on that ROI um, math of of what. Um, what rental uh, yield increases it could it could result in in their portfolio? What operational efficiencies it could drive? For example, uh, being able to reduce rekeying costs to make maintenance operations more efficient. Even things as basic as turning yeah. down the thermostat in unoccupied units. And we were able uh, with the company to really validate um, a lot of those uh, investment cases and and prove that out, uh, which has led to the adoption that it's seen. But that's but that's right, and that's a good. Uh, rule of thumb for uh, many of the other businesses we look at that um, in in even 12, 18, 24 months post our investment uh, already have significant commercial traction because, again, they're delivering value from day one. And I think what's also interesting about that is that I think we're in this phase right now where, you know, hundreds of little companies are popping up and they're all kind of little tools for this and little tools for that. Um, how do you sort of cut through the noise of all of that? You know, how do you guys get through the through the deal flow to kind of really identify, you know, which ones are going to be, you know, hits? Yeah, we, we are seeing a lot of um, point solutions uh, across the, 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 the tech stack. And, and that's great because we, we certainly find uh, that, that innovation happens when uh, the entrepreneurs can focus on uh, a use case, really nail it, deliver a, a solution that resonates with the market. Uh, but what I think we are finding now as, as prop tech matures and, and even some of our own companies mature, they need to go from being great point solutions to being part of uh, an, an, an integrated technology stack. And I think that is a common piece of feedback that we get from uh, the CTOs uh, of our owner-operator partners. We had uh, most of them together last week virtually at our annual uh, investor summit. And part of the feedback was really how do you reduce the clutter of multiple vendors of point solutions? How do you work through some of these challenges of integration with the existing tech stack when yeah. in, in rental real estate, certainly, uh, there are a small number of incumbents who uh, have, have, in some cases, made integrations challenging. And that is something that the whole industry has to navigate through. Most of the attention that I've seen in the prop tech world, so far at least, has been focused around kind of New York instead of the, you know, the East Coast. And I think primarily because I think of some of these kind of bigger national commercial and maybe even residential real estate players were, were there, which, which to me was a little um, you know, curious because most of the venture capital world is on the West Coast. Um, now you're in San Francisco. Is the rest of your firm West Coast based? And do do you do you kind of see what I've sort of observed there? That kind of the focus was 
eastward for most of this stuff, at least up until now. Yeah, and I, I probably was uh, remiss in not, not calling that out at the beginning. Uh, so our, our firm, uh, I am in San Francisco, but the rest of our team is, is in Utah, uh, outside Salt Lake in Park City. And we uh, are quite proud of that because we think it gives us a perspective from a different part of the country to look at uh, the, the real estate market nationally and recognize what, what you just said, that there are regional differences in, 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 the, in real estate portfolios and the types of uh, uh, owners and the types of consumers yeah. uh, that, that populate those markets. And so a startup that is born and thrives in the New York City market, which is a very unique high density market with a uh, strong role for historically for brokers and just a different uh, value chain uh, is not the same solution that an operator uh, focused on garden, garden, garden apartments in the Sun Belt uh, will, will find uh, relevant to their own portfolio. So we are uh, extremely mindful of that. Uh, I would say most uh, of the, uh, the majority of startups that we've backed uh, out of the 16 we've invested in have not been in the New York tri-state area or the Bay Area. Uh, we, of course, have some exceptions, but in, in large part uh, are in the rest of the country because I think they are recognizing that and selling to, uh, let's say, the bulk of the market by, by unit count, certainly. So we're going through a period right now that is, uh, you know, going to, you know, shift the economy in big, dramatic ways, right? I mean, um, uh, a recession, maybe a great recession again, maybe a you know, mild depression, right? This is a time when a lot of these firms will probably go away, right? I think it's also an opportunity for maybe some consolidation. How do you see that kind of shaking out over the next 12, 18, you know, 36 months or so? Yeah, a couple observations. We, we did some, uh, we, we have a proprietary uh, database of, of startups um, in the space that we've tracked uh, since the beginning of RET, we have about 1,250 companies that we've been tracking, and we track the funding of those companies. We keep adding to it as we meet new startups, um, and we've been doing some work in that to look at trends. And one notable trend this year, to your point, has been the number of new financings uh, for this uh, prop tech and rent tech heavy group has declined uh, this year in the first half by more than 40%. Uh, in terms of number of new financings. Wow. And when you drill into that deeper, uh, the drop-off is really coming from the earliest stages of, of funding, so seed stage funding. What we're finding is that uh, perhaps you could say people are doubling down on winners, uh, or, or at least that later stage companies, which are perceived as, as less risky, are attracting the majority of the capital. But the early stage companies where, uh, of course, historically the innovation has to come from are not getting funded. So we're very mindful of our role in that ecosystem and continuing to be uh, real estate tech and, and rental tech experts and continuing to support that, uh, that innovation ecosystem. But I think you are starting to see if that's a data point, uh, some of that consolidation. I think that will force uh, existing players who, as we were talking about earlier, who are point solutions, who are not integrated, part of integrated platforms to really look for both financial strength as well as more strategic and operational synergies and scale. Uh, I think we are seeing that in the funding environment start to flow through. And, and I think what we're seeing is investors uh, that, that uh, are more generalist investors, uh, we find are investing more at the slightly later stage, Series B, Series C, once they see these companies have proven their ability to, to, to get traction uh, in the real estate market. So... 
Uh, I, I think we're seeing that start to play out. Is this an opportunity for you guys? Are you kind of following those trends or are you maybe doing somewhat of a contrarian move and kind of going maybe towards some of these early stage guys because you you may be the only money they can talk to at this point. Yeah, I I, I, I would I would say it as 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 um as I think we, we see our part in that uh, in that ecosystem to continue to support innovation. So that means we want to stay focused on the early stage. We've we've built our team and our strategy and our fund uh, around continuing to be seed and series A investors. Uh, now I think the reality is there has been such a proliferation of, of startups in this space that I think we also, in, in turn, need to, uh, we're probably doing less seed investing these days and focusing more on Series A because we want to uh, get more feedback from the market about what solutions are important and what, what, what products are working. Uh, but we definitely want to stay focused on that early stage as a core part of what we do. As you kind of canvas the industry um, and look at you know, all the things that are, that are going on, what signs of positivity are you are you seeing in the in the market there that kind of gives you hope that you know things are things are going to be okay? You know, I, I've I've been investing for uh, for probably fifteen years, and so I've been through a few market cycles. Um, I, I have to temper uh, your question and and say that I personally uh, fear that it's going to get uh, worse before it gets better here for for our economy i mean i think you have this yeah. divergence that everybody's watching where the stock market the nasdaq's at all-time historical highs led by technology but we're starting to see some volatility um and and being all in real estate i think we all stay grounded in uh, in main street so to speak and the health of of the resident and and of of the rest of america and uh, I, I think we're still seeing a lot of pain there and a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of challenges. I think the stimulus bill is having trouble uh, again getting through uh, getting through Congress. Uh, you know, we have uh, uh, I think, as, as we all know, uh, the, the administration has taken action through the CDC to prevent evictions because that's a real concern. Yep. I think we're all watching rent collections. Uh, I think the NMHC data from last week is 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 showing some real deterioration versus collections in, yes. in August. Yep. Um, so I think we're starting to see this, the, the, the lack of, uh, of the stimulus checks coming through start to hit uh, the, the renter, which everybody's been, been quite fearful of. So I think we worry about the health of the consumer here uh, through, through the winter into next year. Now, what I would say maybe to come back to your question uh, and, and, and hopefully leave things on a brighter spot is I think we still see large owner operators and real estate portfolios uh, being you know, still well, well capitalized. They still have uh, good access to, to to capital markets and are willing to invest where uh, the, it, it, it makes sense and they can continue to drive um, operational efficiency in their portfolios or 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 increase uh, productivity of their marketing. Uh, so I think that's good for the industry and for the startup ecosystem that 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 customer uh, continues to be there. But I think we can't I can't help but continue to be worried about the, the fundamentals of the economy. Yeah, I I think you're I think you're spot on. Everything that we're seeing aligns with exactly that. I don't think we're through the bottom of it quite yet. But the one bright side that we have seen on our end is that of all the sectors of you know commercial real estate, and I put multifamily as as a commercial real estate sector uh, for for a number of reasons. There there does seem to be um, you know traction there, both in terms of you know you know value retention, transaction volume, continuing of you know development and buildings. So that that is that is interesting, right? And I think I think it's a sector that probably um, will be hurt to a certain degree, but will 
likely come out uh, relatively unscathed, maybe compared to some of the others, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'd, I'd agree. I think we are very fortunate from a strategic perspective to be focused uh, almost entirely uh, right now on multifamily, single-family rentals, which, to your point, are doing relatively uh, doing relatively well. And so I think that that bodes well for the startups we're trying to back in the space and, and innovation in the space, because I think the group is still uh, able to focus on some of these. Uh, it's going back to the beginning of our conversation. Uh, solving uh, some of these challenges in the industry where, where uh, I think some of the incumbent technology solutions uh, haven't seen the investment needed to move the ball forward. And the group, I think, has, has strong interest in investing for a vision you know, five years, seven years from now uh, to, to have um, uh, you know, a, new, a new crop of, of industry-leading technology solutions. Chris, what does this mean for your firm? You know, is this a time for you guys to, you know, shore up funds, uh, refocus, recenter? You know, what what are you guys doing to kind of move through through this, you know, malaise that we're uh, we're all we're all slogging through? Yeah, no, we um, uh, are are again. I think fortunate that uh, we we in terms of what where we are, we've uh, invested our our first uh, fund. Uh, we, we run in a fund model, uh, like like many in the real estate uh, space, and we've got 13 companies in that portfolio. Actually, 14 now, uh, and all are on on the whole uh, doing uh, well against this backdrop. We we have a fortune again of being um, mostly selling into multifamily real estate, multi into large companies, uh, and so I think we've been able to, uh, after spending quite a bit of this summer focused on our portfolio, making sure that those teams had sufficient liquidity, that they had a strategy uh, for getting through uh, the next year. Uh, we've, we've turned our focus back to new investments. And, and I think we are, uh, to everything we've discussed uh, in, in the half hour here, uh, uh, trying to take advantage of, of the backdrop where uh, we think the need for these technologies uh, is still just as strong that the customer here in, in, in the rental real estate ecosystem is still relatively resilient. And we want to do our part you know, to support uh, those early stage businesses where perhaps some of the other capital sources uh, have, have fallen back. So we're just as excited and energetic as ever to, uh, to fulfill uh, you know, our, our core mission. As you look at the industry, you know, five years from now, what does the prop tech industry look like? Yeah, I, I think you will see more of this collaboration between uh, owner operators and financial investors. I think if there's a lesson that uh, this relatively young industry has, has been learning over the last uh, five years is that you know, traction is really hard uh, in, in real estate just because of the conservatism of the industry and the fragmentation. You know, we certainly think we have uh, a, a, a different uh, model uh, for coming at it in, in the way we've we've aligned financial and operational interests uh, in our our own uh, investor group. But but there are other models. Uh, there are large operators who have in-house investing operations themselves. Uh, we have. Uh, uh, industry groups who are trying to pull together ecosystems of, of investors and operators. Uh, but I think that partnership is, is just increasingly important. Um, I think we will start to see more of a norm here where um, the, 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 the later stage uh, capital, the investors, the generalist investors uh, want to back the winners that are coming out of yeah. uh, this incubation ecosystem. I think there's a lot of demand for that. But they're looking to us within the real estate space to really hold up. You know, these are the small number of winners uh, that that are that are um, taking share and and are capitalized for the long haul. 
And I think we're going to continue to see that process, uh, which, which is, I think, natural in, in, as you said, a relatively young space of technology investing within, within real estate. Right. Do you think the industry will be will be ready? One of the things that we've noticed is that that seems to be one of the biggest hurdles, just, you know, people inside the industry kind of ready to adopt some some new tools and technologies. And um, how, how do you see that shaping up over the next, you know, five years or so? I, I think we have even within our group seen a, a real energy level among. And, and as I mentioned, we have very frequent touch points monthly um, with with the CTOs and heads of property management at at our uh, owner operator strategic investor partners and we have a re- there's a real energy for uh, trying to shape the the technology stack of tomorrow and and a real uh, willingness to raise their hand and get involved and help us uh, develop uh, these these startups so I think if I take that as a sign, I, I do think the industry is uh, is, is changing. Uh, it's, it's a big industry, uh, the commercial real estate that we're all in. Uh, but but I think it's uh, certainly the last couple of years have, have probably been an awakening, and I, I'm excited to see more uh, more of the same. Chris, thank you very much for your time. Happy investing and uh, stay safe. Thanks, Vlad. I appreciate it.